Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Financial markets have had a monster run, and there's still a ton of bullishness on Wall Street. But our guest today sees a potential breakdown for stocks long term and says investing tactics that have worked for decades may no longer be the best play. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is Gaines. All right, let's bring on Jim Welsh, macro strategist and portfolio manager at macrotides.com in San Diego. Jim, always great to have you on the Gaines Podcast. It's always good to join you, Andy. As of the taping of this Gaines Podcast, we just had a rough day for stocks, um, but they've climbed, they've come a long way, and we had a little give back today. So I just wanted to start there. Well, a couple things. Going into the high of the last couple days, uh the underpinnings of the market in terms of how many stocks were participating, how many stocks were making new highs, looking at things like the VIX, which might be a little esoteric uh, for some of your listeners, Andy. But there were enough signs to suggest that if a reason to sell materialized, the S&P was likely to drop 3 to 7%. And I think that's what happened today. We got a CPI report that wasn't quite as good as people expected it to be. It provided an excuse for selling, and obviously we saw the results. The one thing I will say is, uh, as you know, I combine fundamental and the technical side of things. And when I look at a very short-term chart of the S&P 500, I can count five waves down from the high yesterday. And what that implies, and I'm taking it at face value, is that after a bounce, and we saw one late today and probably into early tomorrow and so forth, I think there's going to be another leg down. Now, to most listeners, like five down, what the heck is he talking about? It's chart analysis, a specific type of chart analysis. And I can, you know, we'll tell you, and you know, last October, uh, when the tenure was up around 5%, I expected Treasury yields to drop by a fair amount. And the reason, there was a five-wave decline in Treasury bond prices. And what that implies is you're going to get a counter-trend move. So we've seen Treasury yields come down quite a bit. Uh, early this year, I thought yields would start to tick higher, and they have. And that was one of the contributing factors to today's weakness, Andy. Uh, Treasury yields jumped a fair amount. Okay, Jim, real quick, I want you to kind of go into more details. I mean, when you talk about 
legs down and 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 exa- explain to the game because a lot of people this is kind of new to uh, yeah, yeah. to to some of the gains listeners um, some of us old timers I guess we're familiar with it um, yeah. but kind of explain what you mean just kind of give us a, a 101 on that because sure. we're, we're talking about you know this as far as how the market's setting up so you know critical to kind of give a 101 here Jim Yep. So uh, we're going to use the chart of TLT so listeners can go, uh, you know, to a source and just type in TLT and you can pull up a chart on TLT. And explain what TLT is real quick. Uh, oh, thank you. Sorry. Uh, it is the Treasury bond ETF and it has about a 27 year maturity. So it mimics the 30 year Treasury bond. So the and, point TL- is, and TLT is the vehicle that you can trade that. And it's almost yes. like it's an ETF, right? TLT. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right, go so ahead. Go ahead. Jim. Last October. And uh, I showed a chart of TLT. This was on October 23rd, which turned out to be the exact day of the low. But if you pull up a chart of TLT, Andy, you can see that from the high in March of 2020. So that was at the, the height of the pandemic fear and craziness. TLT traded up to 179.70. It then proceeded to decline significantly to about 133 for wave one down. It bounced to 155 and changed for two. Wave three ended uh, in October of 22 at about 92. Rallied in 109, and then it dropped to 82.42 last October. So you could see five clear waves down. But that Anytime you get five of anything, you're completing something. And what I inferred from that chart pattern and a belief that uh, we were going to see uh, inflation continue to decline and so forth, that we were going to have Treasury yields come down very significantly. And if Treasury yields came down, it would lead to dollar weakness and it would lead to a pretty good rally in the stock market. So that's what's transpired as we got into early uh, December. My expectation, Andy, was that we were going to see uh, TLT decline because the economy was likely to show additional strength, and Wall Street was way out of their minds, in my view, expecting that the Federal Reserve is going to cut the funds rate six to seven times this year, starting in March. I thought that was completely nuts, and if I was right, we would see Treasury yields tick higher, and that's what they've been doing. Um, and I thought that that would lead to some weakness in the mega cap stocks, uh, which obviously uh, materialized today. So chart analysis is something most people don't spend any time on if, and very little if they do. And I would just always, as we talk, uh, encourage people to learn more about technical analysis. Uh, you know, it might take you five years before you really understand it, but it'll be time well spent especially if you're in your 30s, early 40s. You've got plenty of time to learn some of this stuff. And if I'm right about the bigger picture, Andy, um, that's going to be a skill level that is going to be really, really helpful over the next 10 to 15 years. Yes, because you see a kind of a, a, a chain, the, the way the market's trading long term is a little bit different than we've seen over the past 10, 20 years. And explain that real quick. Yeah, basically, uh, you get these long waves of secular bull phases, and then it's followed by a secular bear phase. And the last time we had one was from 1966 to 1982. 
the Dow was at 1,000 in 1966, and in 1982 it was under 800. So you had 16 years of going nowhere. I think we're on the cusp of a similar situation where the market struggles for 10 to 15 years. And one of the things that makes this year very interesting, Andy, is the S&P has hit an important high every 17 years. So starting in 1939, 56, 73, 90, 2007, and here we are, 2024. In each of those other examples, the S&P has subsequently dropped at least by 20%, if not more, obviously, the 2007 experience and 1973 experience. And say uh, that again, at least 20%. Or more. That's or that's more. staggering. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like at the least decline was a little over 20%. And, of course, after 2007, the S&P dropped by 57%. In uh, 1973, after that peak, declined, I think, 49%. So This is uh, part of, Jim, this is what you're saying here, and and for the Gaines listeners here, is he's talking about something that's part of a very, very broad cycle. And and just kind of explain it. I mean, you're talking, these are big chunks of years that you're talking about. Uh, Explain that. Well, uh, again, my belief here is that Treasury bonds, we're in a secular bull market from 1981 until 2020. I mean, people, it's hard to believe it, but. And they're like, what? I mean, a lot of people are like, what? what? I mean, that's, 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 that's looking big view. But go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, here, I'm going to interject this. If somebody wants to learn a little bit more of this, send me an email to Jim Welsh Macro, and I will, uh, at uh, Gmail. Uh, and I'll send you some information that goes into much greater detail than you and I have the time for. Um, but there are some real reasons why I think uh, we're headed toward a secular bear market in stocks, in part because I think a secular bear market in bonds has already begun. And that's based on that five-wave decline in Treasury bond prices and TLT. Uh, so the Treasury market was in a bull market from 1981 until 2020. The prior secular bear market lasted from 1945 to 1981. So these things last a long time. And I think things like uh, the deficit, uh, the interest expense, we're going to see a huge amount of supply continuing uh, to hit the, the Treasury bond market. And I think that's one of the factors why Treasury yields are going to go higher than they were last October uh, at some point in time over the next handful of years. Um, I think that you know, this year yields will drop again to lower levels uh, than what we saw uh, in early uh, January. Um, but longer term, this is to me what the outlook looks like, Andy. And historically, stock prices are priced off of the 10 year Treasury yield. And if I'm right, we're going to see the 10 year Treasury yield get to 8%, maybe even higher. But at some point in time, if that takes place, the stock market, I think, is going to experience a decline during its secular bear market that will bring the S&P down to about 1,600. And I picked that number because that was the high the S&P topped at 1,555 in 2000 and 1,575 in 2007. So I'm not a, one of these negative guys. Uh, I've been bullish <laughs> for, uh, since last October for the overall market, expected the S&P to get above 4,900. Most people thought I was a little crazy. 
Um, but I think we're entering a window of time that is going to be very, very challenging for investors who simply buy and hold. Um, it, it, which, so, which is a tactic that, that has worked fairly well for a, for a very long time. So this is where, and you talked about the importance of technical analysis, yep, um, exactly. actually picking stocks uh, to find success in investing. Hey, we're going to talk about how to play all of this, what the future holds. When we get back, we got to take a quick break. But hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts that's an option for you. I've been told that's podcast gold. Totally appreciate the solid there. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings. We'll be right back with Jim after the break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back with Jim Welsh, macro strategist and portfolio manager at macrotides.com in San Diego. And as always, Jim, you even kind of uh, gave a little plug earlier. Give the Gaines listener what they want here. You got a little offer. Hook uh, us up. Jim Welsh, macro at Gmail. Uh, and I'll be happy to send you some additional information regarding this coming secular bear market and stocks. And the February macro tides issue went into much more detail, Andy, regarding treasury yields and, and, you know, the path I think they're going to take in the next handful of, of years. So it's a lot of information, but I think uh, it, it, it's, it's approaching markets from a little different point of view. And sometimes that's, I think, helpful to jog people to 
you know, hopefully become more interested in, as I said before. That email, that, that email one more time, Jim. Jim Welsh, macro at gmail.com. And that's Welsh, W-E-L-S-H. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So definitely take him up on that. So how do you play this? Um, you know, obviously we're talking about how people should bone up on technical analysis. It's going to become... A, a market where you go and pick individual stocks and sectors, and I guess you have to be more um, uh, specific instead of just that broad ETF. You know, every you know markets are going to just go higher and higher and higher. It seems like you have to be a little more calculated here, uh, bring a little strategy and and as we mentioned, technical analysis to the game. Absolutely. I mean, there's just to me, you know, we're trying to figure out a a, a puzzle. And it's hard. And on the one side, we have fundamental data like uh, GDP and retail sales and unemployment rate. That's all very, very important. The other side of the equation is technical analysis. And so I've spent a few decades combining those two disciplines. And I can tell you that combination has helped me significantly in terms of avoiding uh, big declines like 2022 uh, to me, the Fed was going to be aggressive in raising rates. They were, and the market took it on the chin. In October of 2022, I thought the market was about to bottom. The dollar was topping out. Treasury yields were going to come down. And that was due to the combination of looking at chart analysis from the various major averages, uh, as well as the fundamental outlook. So um, this is a tough task. I just think people are going to be... If you, again, look up the Dow from 1966 to 1982, it's important to do that. Most people, I think, are unaware that there have historically been these extended periods where the market really doesn't do all that well. And when that happens, uh, there isn't going to be a rising tide to lift all the boats. So um, that requires, then, a different skill set. And I think I help my subscribers uh, learn about the market, hopefully develop, uh, you know, an awareness of some of these other factors that they can then use in protecting uh, their portfolios when we're going to see market declines. And I think, Andy, as I said, I think earlier, five waves down on the S&P from yesterday's high implies, okay, we're going to get a bounce. There's going to be another leg down uh, after any bounce that we see. So 4,800, 4,850 is the first level of support that is likely to, you know, almost act like a magnet for the S&P to get down to. Then how do you play this? What's the advice for the, you know, the gains listener? We we like actually picking stocks and sure. a, a, a lot of us like picking stocks, like taking some risk. Uh, you know, if things look juicy enough, I'll outright short sure. the market as well. But right. what's your advice for people playing this, especially if there is this big shift in in the way markets are trading and 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 just how things are going uh, yep. for stocks, you know, for quite some time forward. Yeah. Well, again, um, I I think this is coming. I, I need more, if you will, confirmation that it has actually begun. I think there's a chance, Andy. Uh, again, my take coming into this year was the economy was going to continue to be okay. And that was why I thought Treasury yields would rise, because the Fed wouldn't be cutting rates if the economy was doing just fine. Uh, at the same time, I do think there's a slowdown coming, 
as we get closer to the middle of this year. And I think we'll see before the end of this year at least one quarter of negative GDP growth. At some point in time, the Fed is going to be cutting rates, not because inflation has come down, is because the economy is starting to weaken more than anticipated. And if that's the case, TLT, which went from under 83 to 100, and it's pulled back to about uh, just under 93, I believe, as of today's close. Uh, I think it's going to rally to 105 to 109 uh, between now and, uh, let's say, Labor Day. Uh, near term, I think TLT is going to pull back a little bit more. And I've been looking for that as a buying opportunity uh, because I think TLT is going to have a fairly significant rally. Uh, in terms of the equity market, I've been telling people above 49.50, you want to get defensive, uh, take money off the table. For people who wanted to be aggressive, I suggested going short uh, the S&P uh, because I thought that we were on the cusp of a three to seven percent pullback. Uh, gold, uh, I think today's action is pretty negative. I think there's a chance that gold will drop below 1974. If it does. That opens the door to a decline down to 18.10. So bigger picture on gold, I'm looking for a place to buy it because I think gold is going to rally above 2,300. It, how, does, how does precious metals uh, perform in these long, like, let's just call them flatter markets? Yeah, um, it's difficult to really have the history, Andy, because uh, gold was fixed. Uh, at a specific price for decades and decades. So, there, so no there was no even free trade until the to the like the nineteen seventy one, right? Nineteen seventy one. Okay. And then we saw that rally that goes yeah. into the eighties. So, I, I you know, again, uh, gold is an interesting market. I think you have to take it one step at a time. For instance, inflation went nuts uh, over the last three years. Gold rallied and then it dropped significantly. So. Uh, to me, gold is one of the markets where you almost have to use technical analysis if you're going to try to play the swings. So, um, you know, my take has been that I'm looking for a buying opportunity in gold. If it does get down to 1800, uh, I think that'll be an unbelievably great buy. Uh, as I said, I think gold is going to rally above 2300 uh, before the end of this year. So uh, now it's just a question of waiting for some additional weakness to unfold um, and signs of a, a trading low to take place. So that's, you know, the markets that I'm looking at, um, I think emerging markets are going to be a, a great market place to look at. But we need to see how the S&P behaves over the next handful of weeks. I think there's a chance if you look at the chart of 2018. It might be instructive. The other thing I noted in yesterday's uh, weekly technical review, Andy, the S&P had a peak in January of 2018. It hit a peak in February of 2020. hit a peak in January of 2022. And I thought, okay, we're, you know, February of 2024, I think we're going to have another peak. In 2018, the S&P had a very sharp decline in a very short period of time after topping out in late January. It then bottomed out, and ultimately, as the market got to like September, October, rallied to a higher high. I think that's possible from this standpoint. 
if we see economic weakness materialize and the Fed really starts cutting interest rates, I think there could be a, another very significant rally that takes the S&P to a higher new all-time high uh, over the summer or into the early fall. So, um, you know, the, if I'm right about the economy slowing in the near, you know, in the short term, that's probably negative for the market because everyone's betting on the economy to be just fine. But that selling, if it's in response to, oh, my goodness, the economy slowing, we might have a recession. I think that will be a buying opportunity because the next year to drop will be the Fed cutting rates and everybody knows what happens next. The Fed cuts rates. People are going to want to jump in because that's the way the game works. Um, so, and, and, and you know what? And talking about the Fed, the one thing that surprised me is there seems to be a ton of bullishness. And then also talk about investors and the street just misreading the Fed. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Even when they were telling you exactly what they were going to do, <laughs> that was a head scratcher. Yep. I yep. would love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, this is something I write about a lot in my uh, letters because it's amazing, as you're pointing out. So in early 2022, Powell said um, uh, inflation was an extreme risk. Wall Street thought the Fed would raise the funds rate three times in 2022 by 25 basis points each time. Obviously, they were unbelievably wrong about that. In the last few months, Andy, uh, like after the December, mid-December FOMC meeting, they penciled in three rate cuts in all of 2024 for whatever reason. And I think the main is that Wall Street's been so focused, oh, inflation's coming down, the Fed can cut rates. And so they were looking for six to seven cuts. Um, I thought that was completely uh, ludicrous because the Fed can't talk about this, but it's part of the thinking process inside the Fed. And that is... Uh, the econ unemployment is near a 50-year low. The economy continues to grow above its long-term non-inflationary growth rate of about 1.8%. That's what the Fed believes. So we're at a stage where the Fed's not going to be cutting rates aggressively with unemployment near a 50-year low and the economy growing at about two and a quarter to two and a half percent, comfortably above that 1.8% level. So I think the Fed is not looking at the next six months, Andy. They're looking at the next two to three years. And they want to know that when they do start cutting the funds rate, that uh, the uh, inflation will continue to moderate. I mean, and it's unlikely or less likely with the unemployment rate at a 50-year low, or pretty much near 50-year low, within, I think, three-tenths, um, and the economy still, you know, doing pretty good. And so I think the Fed will need to see economic data show more slowing, and then I think they will respond fairly quickly. But since Wall Street's been betting on, hey, the Fed's uh, going to be cutting like crazy, I thought the market could be vulnerable to a, a 3 to 7% decline when they finally realize the Fed is not going to be cutting rates as aggressively in response to lower inflation. Well, and it's an important kind of for the saw. and it's and it's important for the Fed to actually put a couple of those tools back in the tool belt so when things really get bad, they have a little something to to kind of yeah. spur the engine, so to speak. Covered yep. a lot of ground today. Um, what's the takeaway? What's the play here? 
Well, and I, I know it's a wait and see situation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, from a short term standpoint, my assumption here, Andy, is we're going to see the S and P rally maybe another twenty to forty points in the very near term. Then the S and P is going to take out today's low. I think a decline towards forty eight fifty to forty eight hundred is very very likely. Um, and at that point in time, the market will be probably somewhat oversold and there'll be another bounce. But near term, that's what my expectation is, a bounce and then another leg down. Always appreciate the advice from Jim Welsh, macro strategist and portfolio manager at macrotides.com in San Diego. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option for you. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings, and I look forward to seeing you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast, powered by Odyssey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.